You're listening to the Dealmaker Podcast, hosted by multi-millionaire property investor, entrepreneur, and Guinness World Record holder, Liam Ryan. Discover how to start, scale, and grow your business. Become a better negotiator, create more opportunity, and make massive profit so you can live the life of your dreams. So how do you go from zero to 14 high cash flowing properties making £140,000 a year profit? Well, that's exactly what we're gonna be talking about today. I am joined today with my amazing business partner, Ross Maliu, known as AKA the Agent Whisperer. He has sourced over three thousand rent to rent deals in his 15 year career and we are sitting with our good man our good friend Ola who is one of our graduates who has recently just picked up keys to deal number 14. Ola welcome in we are actually sitting in one of your units right now how many bedrooms is this particular apartment is a two bedroom grand floor flat so it's two bedrooms who did you rent it from? Uh, from national letting agent. A national letting agent. How much do you pay per month to the landlord? Uh, 900 pounds. 900 pounds. You're renting this out to who? Uh, mostly doctors and nurses because it's very close to the hospital. Great, so close to the hospital, you have a contract with them. Uh, what are you renting it out for a night? Uh, it's between 130 to 170 great and what's your net profit after all costs um net profit minimum of a thousand pounds per month a thousand pounds so this unit is twelve thousand pounds per year am i right in saying that you didn't buy the asset no you haven't had to raise hundreds of thousands of pounds no you've not got a mortgage on the property so what have you done just rented <laughs> so you have just rented it from a landlord yes. and then re-rented it out on a night-by-night -night basis night -night where basis. you can also use things like Airbnb, Booking.com. Uh, Ross, people tuning in, there is a misconception about rent-to-rent. -rent. Can you tell us once and for all exactly what rent-to-rent -rent is? Yeah, by all means. So it's simply taking on a property via an agent, landlord or developer, renting it from them and then re-renting it legally on a night-by-night -night basis. As simple as that. Simple as that, right? And it's 100% legal. 100% legal, 100% above board. You know, we're part of a regulatory bodies. Um, you know, I wouldn't have been able to last 15 years in this business if it wasn't above board and legal. So yeah, it's quite simple once you know how. So look, once you take control of a property, yes. You can then re-rent it out. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of people used to do the old way was rent that out via HMO. Correct. So that's a house in multiple occupancy, a um, lot of red tape, a lot of fire regulations. Now you've probably got to get a license or go and get planning permission. But the new way, the faster way is, is through what? Through serviced accommodation. Okay, serviced accommodation. Ola, in your opinion, what is serviced accommodation? Service documentation is when you take control of the property, you pay the landlord or letting agent monthly rent, and then you rent the property out on a day-by-day -day basis. Excellent, excellent. So look, you've got 14 of these now in the uh, portfolio. Um, this one's making you 12,000 pounds a year. What would you say are some of the really important things to consider when starting this strategy? So if you could share some top tips take yourself back to when you started, 
what were some of those things that you learn across those first few weeks and months through the process? The main thing when you're starting out is to get the right training and the right support. Because without the right training, I wouldn't be here. Right. No, yeah. There were a lot of properties I had to say no to, to via my mentor. And looking back at those properties now, I knew I would have made a terrible mistake taking on those units. Mm. So training is important. That's number one. And then just listen to those that have been in the industry for this long. You listen to them, learn from their mistakes. Um, that's why you need a continuous support from your amazing. Excellent. So get, get the right training, be in the right community. Um, and, and really, Ross, what are some of the first steps that we have to take in order to become what we call a, a relocation agent, um, either rent to rent or owning those things? What are some of those initial things that, were, that people need to do? So look, like any business, you have to put your foundations in place. For it to yeah. last the test of time, it needs to have foundations. So one of the key elements initially is putting all the building blocks to, to run the business successfully moving forward. So I think that is one of the key mistakes a lot of people make. Try cutting corners, try not having to do it because they don't believe they need to. For me, it's essential to put those foundations in place from the get-go because it propels you moving forward. Great. And look, let, let's share those foundations now. There's really a nine-slash-possibly-ten-step process, right, to becoming a relocation agent, launching your business, getting it out there. Um, what are those steps, Ross? Yeah, by all means. So... Firstly, you need to register your business okay, at great. your company's house. Um, you need to obviously make sure you've got a bank account in place to take payment and to pay out landlords, agents, developers. You need to make sure that you are insured. You want to be protected at all points, professional indemnity, public liability. You want to associate yourself with bodies, for example, like the property ombudsman, ARP, which is obviously an optional uh, sort of credibility tool that we use. You need to make sure you've got your website in place. You need your logos, your business cards, an 0800 number to portray that credibility to the mass market. These are some of the key things that you need to have in place to start and scale a Excellent. successful business. Yeah, you've got to be professional throughout. And this is exactly what you did, Ollie. You went through this step-by-step -step process. You launched yourself out to the marketplace and you got your first deal relatively quickly, right? The first deal that you ever got, where was that deal? Oh, that was in Colchester, actually. It's just down the road there, okay. close to the university. And uh, yeah, that was my first deal. And how did you get that deal? Again, through the same agent, I got this deal off. Uh, after the on-patch, we carried on building relationship with the agents, and that's how I got the first That's deal. really interesting that you got the first deal from an agent. That agent's now giving you other deals. How many deals has that agent given you? Well, we've taken eight deals from that agent wow. and they've brought more than eight deals to Okay, us, and why didn't you do those other deals? Just wasn't the right time for the right you? right time and some of them were just not the right properties, telling about a five-bed house that's, again, sometimes the rent may be too high because some landlords get a bit asking for more money and they know what you want to do with it. Okay. So, yeah, so many other reasons and, again, location. It's key. If it's not in the right location, then... Yeah, so you've got to make sure it's in the right location, you're renting it at the right price. Right, yeah. But it's great to hear that one agent, you've secured eight deals from them. You don't actually need to be working with that many agents or that many landlords, oh, right? Yeah. Because most landlords have got three or four properties. You build great relationships. So when you picked up the keys for that first ever deal, how did that make you feel? 
a little bit apprehensive, a <laughs> little bit unsure. Is this going to work or not? But no, you know, with the right support, I actually love questions. Guy got the guidance where to get things and how to get things set up. And um, yeah, as soon as we did the pictures, we put the property online on Sunday. On Monday, we got our first booking for 3320 Wow, yes. that must have been a huge oh, confidence absolutely. booster. Yes. And really, it's like, oh my goodness, this is working now. Because you were completely brand new. Was, yes. You didn't have pots of money in the bank. You'd invested in high-level mentoring with us. Um, this had to work because, you know, you was in a situation. Um, you got four kids. You got yeah. a lovely wife. You had your franchise. You were working many, many hours. So that just must have meant everything to you when you got the first deal. Yeah, my next question is how many more can I get? <laughs> <laughs> how quickly did the second deal come after the Very, first deal? Relatively quickly yeah. because I was hungry for more. You okay. know? I was like, wow, this really works. So if I can multiply it by five, by ten, that can just cover up my income. So yeah. I was out there. Great. Okay, look, let, let's talk about now staging a property. You know, we're in your property now. This is a nice property. It's pretty basic, but it's very, very appealing. You've got nice fixtures and fittings. You've got a nice sofa. You've got all the kitchen. Um, when, we, when we talk about staging a property, what would you say is really important so you get the best bookings and you get the best price? With staging, from my experience, is just the basic things you need to get during the staging process. A dining table and chairs for the right amount for people, sofa, the beds, you need to get a zipper link bed, that's very important, uh, TV, um, just get the basic amenities you get in houses like microwave, toaster, kettle, fridge, washing machine, and then just depending on your market, from, in my case, I focus on contractors, so I just keep it as simple as possible for them and keep the rates reasonable. Um, fair for, for them as well. Great. So minimum cost in, maximum profit out, basic, yes. but to a good level. Just so we're clear, Ross, there's different types of markets that these serviced accommodation units can go out to. Ola's just mentioned contractors. What does contractors mean for anyone that doesn't understand? Yeah, by all means, it's quite a generic term and people do get confused with this term. But it's basically, in a nutshell, anybody that's working away from home, we cater them while they're working away from home. So quite simply, they could be coming in for three days, they could be coming in for three months, they could be coming in for three years. We provide accommodation, a home from home, while they're here for work. Excellent, by charging a nightly rate. Exactly. So there's no AST, there's no contract. Like if they play up, you just what call the police, right? Yeah, and they, they get no tenant rights. It's just you've got to look at it like this. Um, if you don't leave the Hilton Hotel foyer, who's going to come and turf you out? Exactly the same. They're, they have not got security of tenure. This is a, on a temporary basis. You've got a terms and conditions signed, and as long as they adhere to your terms and conditions, it's a it's a fantastic relationship. Wow. If not, out they go and move on to the next client. Wow. And what's brilliant, you can do this owning property you with your own money or other people's money, or you can come and do rent to rent where you take control of a property and then you re-rent it out. Um, I think this is an incredible, incredible property strategy that anyone can do. Um, Ola, what is next in your journey? Oh, my journey. <laughs> uh, we want to start owning the assets. That's key for us because uh, rent to rent is fantastic. But also, it would be good to put the money into owning some assets. And then we, um, our next company is sourcing clients 
for SA operators wow. where we can get commission off them and supply them with long-term contractors in their, in their apartments. Excellent. And um, just to sort of wrap up, what would be any last-minute tips that you would um, give to our great viewers? I, with, with the viewers, I'm going to tell them, like, training is key. There are a lot of trainers out there, but I know of the trainers I've worked with, <laughs> and they've changed my life. Wow. And it's really, really key. Training, mentorship, continuous support, um, and continuous guidance is important in this business. Yeah. Right? Great. I, th I think you've done amazingly well, and this is just the start. This is a, a proper business, isn't it, Ross? Know, yeah. This has been around for many, 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 many years. One property, you could be making around £15,000 per year per property. And I always say this, how many of them do you need to live a better life, to go from bad debt to good debt, to provide for your family, to get out the rat race? Things are getting tough out there, right? People are losing their jobs, businesses are going under, uh, wages are going down, the cost of living is going up, inflation, interest rates. We can't control any of that, but we can control the fact that income follows assets. So focus on the assets that you own or control and your life can become a lot better. Uh, Ross, last few words from yourself. Any top tips, people getting into this, what should they really be considering? For me, there is not an, another property strategy out there where you can get results as quickly with the least amount of money and for me, scale extremely quickly as well so for me it's about understanding the basic aspects of the business bringing in other people to help you grow the business so then you can take yourself out the front line i'm sure nobody wants to trade one job for another job within service accommodation i'd never want anybody to do that naturally you need to get your hands dirty on the first couple of units and then for me it's about systemizing the business so it literally works on autopilot excellent ola you've got 14 units how much are you making approximately per year net net, net profit? Well, we're making between 120 and 140. Wow, between 120. Wow, that is that's more than what brain surgeons get, yeah. In many many cases, you know, top professionals. And how many hours a week are you working on the business? Putting about 10 hours a week. Man, this guy's having a joke, yeah. <laughs> 10 hours a week. I need to I need to get a new business. Yeah, yeah. That's when I work really hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I work hard. Well, look, you know what? This has been a fantastic, fantastic um, session with two amazing individuals. Just to give you some more top tips, understand your local area, understand your avatar, set your business up, focus on building relationships, and run it and treat it like a business so it will pay you like a business. If we can do it, you can do it. You're listening to the Dealmaker Podcast, hosted by multi-millionaire property investor, entrepreneur, and Guinness World Record holder, Liam Ryan. Discover how to start, scale, and grow your business. Become a better negotiator, create more opportunity, and make massive profit so you can live the life of your dreams.